0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you unpack once. You unpack once. You've got gourmet meals. You've got included sightseeing. You've got a really nice room. Yeah. Your cabin is super sweet. Super nice sweet. Nice public areas. And because it's so intimate, you get the opportunity to meet a lot of a lot and of some people, amazing people. people. Yeah. Um, and then you've got you've got scenery on both sides. On, on both sides of the river. Yeah. Um, it, it's truly a fantastic way to go.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Traveler. Today, we have a guest that we have recently had on with Globus, Paul Christensen. Paul, thank you so much for coming on today.
0: You're certainly welcome.
1: Thanks for, uh, you know, repeat customer.
0: You know, glad to be here. Awesome. I, I'm here to send you up the river.
1: Some of you may have tuned in to the Globus episode, but Globus family of brands is is an umbrella of brands, right, Paul? Correct. We have Monograms, we have Globus, of course, we have Cosmos, and we have Avalon. Yep. Yep. So today we're going to be talking about Avalon, which is your River cruise product. Paul, tell us right. a little bit about river cruise river cruising and, and and when this all started.
0: Well, we started Avalon in 2004, kind of 2004. actually, actually two thousand three we were putting it together um, and we we had a ship uh, called the Artistry. that was our first ship that we built. And uh, today we're at sixteen ships basically Um, and we saw a need for that product Um, there were a couple uh, European based uh, other companies that had uh, river cruises but we wanted to bring a new a new style a new um, kind of a whole new concept to river cruising so we launched that in 2004 and uh, we've just been building on that ever since
1: yeah no doubt
0: Um, we've actually probably built man i don't know how many we've retired but we've, we've probably built 30 ships is that right
1: to- in total yeah and 16 but, currently but that all are of sailing
0: the, i think the oldest ship that we have right now is i want to say 2010 maybe 2009 wow yeah
1: so, so always revamping
0: we've we've revamped we've retired ships um and we've evolved i think a lot of that has to do with the, the with the larger cabins and just the kind of the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of the um, the hardware, sure. so to speak, making yeah. it uh, evolve with uh, the demands and the requests from our customers. Yeah. We do a lot of focus groups. What works? What doesn't work? What can we do better? Of course. And so almost all of our changes have come from that.
1: I think, I think Paul, this is such an interesting conversation. River cruising, and, and I know you can agree with me, right now river cruising is the most popular way of traveling.
0: Yes, I would say so.
1: I mean, yeah, yep. I mean, the, the yep. popularity in river cruising has definitely, I mean, everyone's pumping out ships, new itineraries, and everyone's interested.
0: Yeah, since we started in 2004, you know, we went from a handful of ships on the rivers now to hundreds, Yeah, literally. I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 ships now. I think the, I heard that somewhere. Sure.
1: And you guys, uh, you guys right now, Paul, 80 cruises, 10 rivers through 20 countries. R- Correct routes in Asia, South America, and all major rivers in Europe, of course, you know countries like Vietnam, Cambodia, India, Galapagos, Amazon, yes, and, and everywhere in Europe,
0: yes, on major
1: rivers How, and you had mentioned sixteen ships right now in the fleet, correct, sixteen ships yep. why do you think, Paul, why do you think river cruising has become so popular uh, it's the
0: it's the uh, intimacy of it for one yeah. um. You know, it's, these ships are small. For us, it's either 128 or 166 passengers. It's a—we consider ourselves casual luxury, so it's, it's a really nice experience. It's—you're—the big thing is that on, the, on a ship in the heart—you're in the heart of Europe, on the rivers, where there's so much history. It's where, you know, if you look historically, um, products and goods and people were all on the rivers, and so there's so much history along the, the rivers, whichever river you're on. And so we're tapping into that from a sightseeing point of view, culturally, historically, um, architecturally. Um, as I said, they're intimate. The ships dock, and you get off the ship in 15 seconds. It's not like you're on a big yeah. ocean liner and it takes a long time to get on or off the ships.
1: And that's a big point for River Cruising, Paul. So uh, you know, your ac- access to ports. Exactly. Right?
0: Right, yeah. I mean, you're literally in the heart of the city. You're in the heart in of many the city. cases, and uh, yeah, just you walk up that gangplank and you're off, off literally off the ship in ten seconds. I mean, it's uh, and you're right there in the in the city. I yeah, mean, you, you can go off and start walking on your own, or we certainly do a lot of our tours, our walking tours, right off the ship.
1: Yeah, and we'll get so, into that. Yeah, and and I heard a good quote, Paul. I want to share with you. You may have heard this, um, and I I can't say who it was from, but I. I the, the quote goes something like this. Oceans take you to countries, but rivers take you through them. And I found that fascinating. I have personally had, you know, I, I've been very fortunate enough to, to travel with Avalon on a river cruise. And, and and it's incredible. That style of travel, I understand why it's so popular.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you unpack once. You unpack once. You've got gourmet meals. You've got included sightseeing. You've got a really nice room. Yeah. The cabin is... Super sweet, nice public areas, and because it's so intimate, you get the opportunity to meet a lot of a lot of amazing people. people. Yeah, Um, and then you've got you've got scenery on
1: both sides on
0: on both sides of the river. Yeah, Um, it's truly a fantastic way to go.
1: Yeah, it it really. And we're going to talk about that, Paul. How 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 is it different than ocean cruising? I mean, we're obviously people obviously know some of the you know obvious answers to that, but how is it primarily different? um well financially sure it,
0: it's uh everything's included basically mm-hmm. um we don't piecemeal as far as that goes like some of the ocean liners do i mean there's there's the cruise and then there's tour there's all these tours and there's there's these events and these events and all that and and it's uh with us it's easy you just kind of it's all bundled into one into one thing and and uh make we make it a lot easier i think um again that just just the fact that of the the scale of things is so much different than than with a big ocean liner i think it's a totally different experience you certainly both are good both are popular yeah yeah yeah.
1: not why is one better than the other but what how are they right how are they it's just very very different different
0: in in the way things are delivered and and obviously i think i think that our our cabins uh you know overall are are much larger than the average person would get without paying through the nose on a on an ocean ocean cruise yeah um and uh, more intimate with the service too you get to know yeah, your your staff the service in the in the dining room in the bar area uh, the ones that make up your cabins i mean it's it's just uh much more experienced they get to know your names by they the end of the name. first day they
1: really do um
0: you know and and it's uh um I don't know it's just yeah, I could say it's a totally different experience, yeah, um uh, we don't do the midnight buffet, but we do a ten thirty snack
1: yeah paul let's um, let's talk about that let's talk about that what what should customers expect what should clients and travelers expect from the onboard experience? I mean we're gonna g- talk about some of the things you can do offboard, some uh-huh. of the excursions you guys offer, but what is the onboard experience like? walk us through that
0: Okay, so what people maybe don't realize is that there is sightseeing included every day that's part of the package yeah um there's three gourmet meals provided every day you know breakfast we have a hundred item buffet we have oh, egg the buffet station is insane um, sh- complimentary champagne um the all important baked beans that's important, <laughs> you know. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, if you travel in Europe, a lot yeah. of hotels for that full American breakfast have baked beans, <laughs> toast, and and baked tomatoes. Oh yeah, and we have those every morning. And I love <laughs> that, and I have mine every morning. Okay, all right. It's very important. Very <laughs> it's important. Very important. Um, you know, and then you got all your cheeses and meats, and and uh, tons of different types of bread and toast and all that stuff for breakfast. Uh, then at lunch uh, we have a really plentiful plentiful buffet Uh, again meats and cheeses a soup bar sandwich bar salad bar dessert bar um, two or three hot items from the buffet line so lots to choose from 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 lunch heaps Uh, again wine or beer are complimentary Uh, we do that on an ask and receive basis for lunch Uh, and then dinner is a la carte served off of a menu it's uh Appetizer, soup, salad, entree, dessert. Um, again, unlimited wine or beer is available. Uh, we also have a little uh, side menu for uh, kind of the evergreen menu where, you know, we have like the, the uh, uh, filet mignon yeah. is available every day. If I was on a cruise one time with with uh, the husband of an agent, actually, and he had steak every day, but that's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. And, huh? and more power to him. That's yeah, what he yeah. had. And it was he, he, he loved it. Um, and then we we have this new pro- program, Avalon Fresh Program, where we brought on two uh, consultant chefs from Vienna, the Rank Brothers.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing about this. Yeah, listen yep. to me now; <laughs> they sound just
0: like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. And the motto is: if it doesn't taste good, we don't put we it don't. on our menu.
1: <laughs> nice, <laughs> I love it. So uh, <laughs> I remember hearing about these the brothers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the brother, yeah. 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 <laughs> the bros, the
0: yeah. bros. So uh, you know, we haven't taken anything off the menu and replaced it we've just added another element so for the vegans out there that's what their specialty is Um, so we've got vegan options and then anywhere they've been able to quote freshen up the menu they've they've added their two cents worth and we've done that so we've improved our food service as far as that goes
1: paul am i am i right on this is the menu very much predicated on where you're traveling that is correct. Yeah, you're being kinda of coy on this whole topic yeah. a little bit because that's important to to, to emphasize. True. That's
0: true. Not only not only the food menu, but also the the wine menu. Yeah. Um so we try to to uh, adapt the food to the area, at least a good portion of it yeah. to the area that you're in. Yeah. So yeah, if, you know, if you're in if you're in Germany and you're gonna have Schnitzel and if, Yeah, yeah.
1: What
0: whatever it might be. Um and likewise with the wine, you know, we serve essentially we serve four wines. Um Usually it's it's the way we've gone is it's the best regional wine, um, the, the best actually the best local wine, then the best regional wine, meaning like it might be the best German yeah. wine, uh, a white, a red, and then we'll have a rosé. So those are kind of the four choices that we have evolved into. You know, it used to be we did the four best local wines. But um, that really limits you into the quality of wine, So we wanted to up the quality a little bit. So yeah. Th- now this is kind of where we've evolved to. So so that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. Um,
0: yeah, and then we you know we have a lot of other specialty dining on board. We do we do a. Uh, uh, tapas style. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't th- topless. That was no tapas. Tapas. And that's during so,
1: like some of like the happy hour stuff, right? So
0: it's it's small, but no, it's it's a dinner. It's a small. It, they're small bites, basically. It is held in the lounge. We do it in the front of the lounge. Sure. And we'll do it several times during a cruise. So and this is all be...
1: universal. I'm sorry, Paul. Yep. This is all universal.
0: Yep. Sure. Yep. So it's it's uh you'll get four appetizers, four entrees, four desserts. Usually a little cheese plate a little uh might be a sorbet intermezzo, yeah, palate yeah. cleanser. Yeah, cleanser um and they'll do an anti bar typically um and the way we do it now is is clients are kind of served the first round and then we've got it all on tables and you can choose actually it varies a little bit by country but we, we put them all on the table so if there's one particular appetizer you like better than another you can have as many of those as you want yeah so and then again, we have the flight of four different kinds of wine that clients can choose from. So that's the toppest um, sure. dinner. We do that several times. It's there's no extra charge. Um, and then we have our our grill, uh, but our grill buffet lunch up on the top deck, weather permitting, where we'll grill brats and burgers and little petite steaks and yeah, yeah. and uh, that kind of thing. Usually there there's like an entertainer, uh, probably a solo entertainer, just playing in the background. So that's a really a nice experience. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, also if people don't want to do the full buffet lunch, they can go into the lounge and do a light lunch where we do a, maybe a super salad, maybe a super sandwich, that kind of thing. Uh, we do room service. If somebody wants to to have breakfast in their room, they can do that. Or if they want to do lunch or dinner in their room, they can actually take their food back to the room if they want to. Yeah. Um we now have flex dining which is innovative and new. I don't think anyone else does this. We allow clients then to come dine between 7 and 8:30 in the evening. So not everyone goes at 7. Yeah, yeah. Shake it up a little bit. Go ashore for an hour sure. or some, do some shopping or whatever, come back and have dinner, flexible. whatever. So that's more flexible. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. um uh, that, uh, that's basically, that's, it, I guess. Yeah, that's no, absolutely.
1: That's kind of that's what you can expect from like a food uh, aspect of things. And and you had touched on the service, Paul. And I think that's important to note because with my experience there, I want to touch on my experience quickly. Sure. Quick story. I was on Avalon. And, and this just, I don't know if this is just normal or if this was just a special day, but the service first and foremost is world-class. You feel very, it's very intimate. It's very homey. Um, you get to know people on board. So I think that's important to, to highlight. But there's a personal experience with myself. We we're at lunch and we we're about to go on a tour. I'll make this story quick. Um, you know, we didn't get food because we we're running late. And one of the uh, the one of the uh, people that were in the uh, the room, what is the room? what's the, the dining room mm-hmm. the, you know the luncheon where the dinner is served in the same right. room
0: dining room, yep. yeah,
1: so we we're in the dining room and, and we were just you know grabbing a quick snack because we didn't have time to eat, you know maybe sit down and eat. So I had to go back up to my room and grab something. And by the time I came back down to go off the ship to go on to catch our bus to go to our tour, there was a guy standing in the middle of a lobby with a suitcase and I'm not kidding you Paul, with burger and fries and my name on it. I didn't even have a conversation with the guy, Paul. I was, I mean, forever and always Avalon. And and I just wanted to share that little example of, you know, some of the things that you guys do because everything kind of came, it wasn't a surprise, but they do it very subtly, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that was just through and through. So I just wanted to highlight that. I think, you know, you obviously had mentioned, you know, them knowing your name and some of the service that you can expect, um, the chef's, are very very nice and intimate. They come up to you and talk to you how your meal was, and so I just wanted to share that because I think that is really really the experience to expect on a river cruising with Avalon.
0: Absolutely, that's that's part of that intimacy that yeah. we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's of very course. cool.
1: Very cool. And um, sorry, but um, you know we talked about some of the food, but I want to talk about some of the entertainment. I don't know if this was normal, but they were bringing on like bands that were like we were in Amsterdam or. Or I forget where we were, um, somewhere in Germany rather, and they brought a band from Germany on the boat for our like nightcap. And I, I is that is that is that normal? Can travelers yeah. expect that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, there will be a couple. There will be onboard entertainment yes. several nights. Yes. Um, many nights when you're on the cruise, and yeah, it it might be a band, it might be a. a, a, a a, a trio yeah. or a duo or a, a quartet might whatever yeah um and these are really pretty high quality entertainers you know obviously it's not going to be uh, you know Joe Schmoe, Jay uh, Z, yeah, yeah, it's, oh, sure, sure, nature. sure, but yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's not going to be Jay Z. <laughs> but
0: but we bring we bring a lot of local talent on. Yeah. that. they're really very very talented. That was incredible. Um, and so that that aspect of it is great. Um, you get an opportunity, and you know, there's no charge to that. It's just after usually after dinner, come on up to the lounge, and then so and so is performing. Yeah, and, and there's just some amazing performers that come on the ships. Uh, and do that kind of thing and of course we take people off the ship too yep. we have we'll take people to venues and um see performances like you know in vienna is the one that really stands out in my my mind the you typically we'll take people to, it's an option in a lot of the cruises it's an option you go to the mozart halle um and hear a mozart is that concert, right? concert basically from uh it's like a I don't know, roughly 20 piece orchestra that they're fantastic and, and you've usually, been you've been oh yeah i've done it five times no you haven't i have yeah and i highly recommend that one that's that's fantastic noted yeah very good and then usually there's a singer and maybe even sometimes they might even have a dance or two but, sure but uh the emphasis is really on mozart and his music and it's just good to know you know stuff stuff that you would recognize immediately it's like oh that's like you know yeah not just the Blue Danube Waltz, but other stuff. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. Uh, pretty amazing. So totally recommend that. You know, and there's a lot of other venues like that 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 are are possibilities. Um, so that's that. Yeah, that aspect is really neat. Yeah. You know, of course, when we have the we have the uh, the late evening um, performer in the lounge, we have the lounge player. Yeah. who's...
1: Who's on board. Who's on board. right? Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. He's piano of, guy part, he's kind of part of the crew. He is part of the crew. You know, at yeah. night
0: he's doing the the thing in the lounge. And then during the day he's, he's helping schlep bags or whatever yeah. they need him for. So yeah. That's Utility cool. guy. Yeah.
1: Obviously Avalon has been very innovative, but one thing that Globus as a whole, Globus family brands, but one, one thing that really stood out, and I think you guys put a ton of emphasis on this is how the rooms are laid out and how they're built. Um, Paul can you tell us a little bit about this? I don't want to take I don't want to take the storm here, but I think this is a huge selling point to the Avalon experience.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, this was one of those things that that our executives took information from focus groups and they literally locked themselves in a room for 10 hours and noodled over you know, what can we do? How can we improve the client experience? Yeah. And what they came up with was the open air balcony. Yeah. So it was an innovative design. No one else is doing it to this day. Um, basically what it is, it's, we designed these 200-square-foot cabins. When you walk into your cabin, first thing we did is we enlarged the bathrooms a little bit. We pushed the wall out. So we're giving more room in the bathrooms. And then we decided it makes sense to turn the bed facing the river. So you got a, you got a cabin with a view.
1: Oh, that is amazing to wake up to, Paul.
0: And to maximize that view, we put the entire wall, outside wall, as glass. Yeah. Now, there was the debate over, do we put balconies in or do we not? If you put a balcony in, you have to take space away from the cabin. Yeah. And based on the focus groups, based on common sense, to us (laughs) that just didn't make sense. Yeah. You're taking space away from your cabin. So we put the solid wall of glass. It's essentially, it's three doors. Two of the doors slide into the third door. It creates a 7-by-10-foot opening. So as you continue in the room, so you've got your bed facing the river against that wall from the side of the bathroom kind of facing out, and then we put in a sofa kind of right up against the, the sliding glass door, uh, put in a nice little table an upholstered chair, um, so you can comfortably sit six people there to do cocktails or whatever yeah. with this open-air balcony. So you slide the two doors open. You've got the 7-by-10-foot opening, and you've got all this room. You've got all that open air. It's a very functional, usable space. But the sweet thing about it is at the end of the day, you can close those doors, and you still have the full 200 square feet of your space. Yeah. Now, if you look at some of our competitors who put balconies in, it's difficult because you you can't make them really any larger than 30 square feet, but that's the typical size. If you, if you just look at their brochures, you'll see that the chairs are at an angle because there's not enough room to even open them up. Yeah. So it's, it's a small space. If there's inclement weather, it makes it unusable space. If it's really hot and you want your air conditioning on, it makes it unusable space. And even if you have the doors open, you can, what, maybe have two people maximum out there. It's it's just, to us, it didn't make sense. It wasn't a functional space. To us, it made so much it's more genius. sense doing what we did.
1: It's so genius. And
0: we just won for the fourth year in a row from Critics uh, Cruise Critic Magazine. We won for the fourth year in a row as having the best cabins in river cruising. I believe and it. Because of that design. Yeah. Going back to the bathrooms, we we put tile floors and tire, tile walls Made it very attractive. It looks like a, a really super deluxe hotel bathroom. They are incredible. Marble countertops. And then we put in the, the really nice L'Occitane French amenities. Um, and because we enlarged the room slightly, there's more space in the shower area. You can actually drop your soap and bend down and pick it up without
1: Good to know. trouble. without trouble we'll leave it at that yeah we'll leave it at that
0: (laughs) (laughs) so and then of course you know we have the we have the plasma tvs we've got the the mini bar we've got this little refrigerator which by the way clients can they can go bring their own and put it in our refrigerator good thing to know they just can't bring it into the lounge or into the dining room so so we love our cabins in fact we were we were actually bo- voted by Cruise Critic Magazine um, in 2018 as having the the best river cruise line. We're the best river cruise line in Europe, based on their uh, client surveys. Yeah. So we're we think that's huge, 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 huge. So we're very proud of that that aspect. So um, again, we're innovative in a lot of the things we do, and I know I know we'll probably talk about some of the sightseeing options that we. Of course. Uh, moving forward, yeah, let, here, let,
1: let's, let's get in that. Let's get in that. Right. Why, why don't we? When when travelers think of the excursions, and the tours, you know, and some of these on on land activities, what can they expect, Paul?
0: All right. So we 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 again, we we're, we're always trying to think of new new things, how to make things better, and how to address changing times and changing clientele. The demographics of river cruising has come down significantly. Uh, how do we meet those demands? And we saw a need for more of kind of active type uh, options to be available for for clientele. So we created, essentially for all of our cruises, we created three different types of sightseeing. One of them is classic, which is our must-see iconic kind of sightseeing. That's yeah. kind of the normal stuff. Then uh, discovery, which is a self-enrichment, self-improvement kind of thing. So it's cooking classes, wine classes, beer classes, uh, painting classes. Uh, it might be um, working with clay, making pots. Yeah. It might be, uh, it, it could be one of many, many different types of things. Based on the destination, right? In, because in there it, are right. things exactly. that right exactly. that
1: are more prominent, right. obviously.
0: And then the name itself, act, active. Um, so we're, we're trying to, uh, you know, some of our competitors come out with active programs. If you look to them, there's not a ton of meat I think ours is extremely meaty. Um, We brought an active host on board. Uh, We've got kind of an active activity center where people can go check out walking sticks and Fitbits and jump ropes and mats. Um, And then our activity director is responsible for helping put together maybe walking tours, jogging tours, yoga, hiking, biking, mountain climbing, whatever it might be. Um, And so those, those are kind of the active options. So on every cruise, every style of cruise, people are gonna be able to choose, what am I gonna do for sightseeing today? Do I wanna do classic, do I wanna do uh, discovery, or do I wanna do active? So they can do one in the morning and a different one in the afternoon, or they can do all of one, whichever they wanna do. So those are available on all of our cruises, but we recognize that maybe we we should designate some of our cruises as more heavy on the active and on the discovery. So about two thirds of our cruises are what I would call the cla- more heavy classic, and then one third are the more active and and discovery. So it's uh, with with less of the classic. So it's for people that maybe are a little more physically active and really want to get into doing activities every day. That is the option for them. And so we have one on each. We have one of those option cruises on every on on three rivers, I should say, on the on the Rhone the Rhine and the Danube.
1: And these are separate cruises. So they're Paul. Separate, these are cruises, separate.
0: Different, different departures, different cities, um, different amounts of lengths of cruising. They tend to be a little bit less cruising. So no problem. So uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, kind of new and innovative and certainly the the clientele for that, the age, the minimum age has come down. Yeah. So let's talk about that, Paul.
1: Let's talk about that, the demographic on river cruising. Yep. What, what is the current situation?
0: So I'd say those active cruises, you're getting people in their 40s and 50s. Sure. Um, probably the, the, the cl- more classic itineraries, you're getting 50s and 60s. Uh, and then the longer itineraries, I would say, typically are the 60s and 70s. Yeah,
1: but let's not get it so, twisted here, Paul, because I'm 25 and I thoroughly enjoyed myself.
0: Absolutely. Well, I, yeah, really, uh, on, on the active and discovery cruises, it really does offer something for the younger. Uh, even even the millennials, we're seeing, you know, you're not seeing massive numbers yeah. of them, but you're seeing a lot more of sure. them, which is very encouraging. So yeah. it, it does offer something. Uh, more for for that younger generation, you know we have we have uh, what is it 16 bikes on board now. They're these really nice German bikes, very expensive. Um, those are for people on board that want to use those, free of charge. Um, but we also do biking excursions where sure. we'll actually use a third party vendor. They'll come in with their 30 or 40 bikes or however we need how many we need. Yeah. Um, so we'll use those bikes for that group. And we'll leave the sixteen for the people that are still on board. Awesome. So, and those are and those are guided, um, and they'll have the guide take them through the countryside along, usually along the rivers or through the towns, and then they'll stop and have a, you know, a little snack somewhere or, or a, maybe a light lunch or whatever it might be. Yeah. So that's really nice. Um, I personally have done the uh, kayaking on the, not the kayaking, the canoeing on the Danube, which was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. Uh, and then we do something we do like mystery tours um, on those where you don't know where you're going is that right yeah we, we do this in Vienna and uh, I had a blast I mean we totally didn't know where we were going it was a walking tour and we went to uh, first stop was a butcher shop
1: no that um, is cool
0: and, and it was a famous butcher shop you looked on the walls and there were Autographed pictures of a lot of actors. Those are the and things you
1: just things like that. Those are the things that is the value proposition in itself, right, right there. Those are the things you just wouldn't see on your own. Yep,
0: yep. And then we continued on, and we went to a chocolate factory, and we tasted dark and milk chocolate bonbons. You and, were loving this, Paul. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah, right up my alley. Yeah, as I had bl- chocolate smeared all over my face <laughs> yeah. as we were walking down the street, I was loving it. Yeah. Um, and then we went to uh, this was interesting. We went to a violin maker
1: in vienna that's pretty popular huh yeah there's uh, yeah. yeah.
0: a woman in her i want to say 40s probably who makes violins yeah. and she repairs the Stradivariuses and the the incredibly expensive yeah i can imagine historical ones that date back literally centuries so that was cool and she played for us a little bit it's and so showed us cool. how she bends the wood and does this and that that was really cool yeah and then we ended up at a uh, um it, it's kind of like a it was kind of like an entertainment venue that had a kitchen, and we learned how to make Viennese rolls. Wow. And um, so we, we learned all these different techniques for making different types of rolls. We yeah. made all those. We sat down and, and ate those with champagne or beer, um, just kind of as a snack.
1: You and can't then, make it up.
0: And then we took all the leftovers with us. Did you and really? And served it on the ship. No way. Yeah. We liked that so much that we went back. We had an option to do a dinner at the same place. So the next night, we all signed oh, up. Yeah. everybody that up did that. that mystery tour signed up to go back on that, and we did the yeah same venue, and we learned how to make German potato salad, Wiener Schnitzel, and uh, it was apricot strudel.
1: It sounds to me, Paul, that this should not be a mystery tour. <laughs> this should be...
0: But it's un- probably not now. I <laughs> yeah, don't know it was yeah. then.
1: That's a high sell. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was th- pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. So, I mean, that's what generally what you can expect. I mean, these immersive kind of experiences and a wide variety for all types and styles of travelers.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah,
1: And um, I guess... <laughs> I'm sorry there, Paul. I'm sorry for the, uh, the pause. I guess I didn't really know what to talk about. I mean, I, I'm kind of thrown off at... At how much you really can do on a river cruise. There's no limitations. Right. Um, so that, with that being said, I kind of want to talk about some of the other things you guys offer briefly. You guys have the new special interest tours. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're they're not necessarily new. They're not new, but the number of them. The number of them. Uh, we've added quite a bit more. Sure. So there's, yeah. There's like uh, there's music uh, special interest cruises that concentrate on music. Jazz is one, and then we do another one with classical music we do a uh we do a jewish cruise for people of the jewish faith yeah uh, and they visit jewish uh shrines or temples or you know historical sites yeah. that kind of thing uh we do wine cruises a number of cru- cruises that uh concentrate on visiting different wineries learning the the wines of the region um so we'll visit wineries. We also generally have a, a winemaker come on board and do a tasting and tell you the difference uh, of of what the various wines are, what the difference is in the region, what kind of wine do they grow in that region or whatever. So those are really interesting. We do the same thing basically for a beer cruise. Yeah. Uh, Boy, there's just there's a whole plethora of sure. different different options like that for people that want to get a little more specialized. Yeah, of
1: course. So, and just just it's it's good to highlight that you guys have that offering. Yeah, there's
0: a culinary cruise, too. There's just a bunch of things that are are very cool like that. And another
1: thing that's kind of popping up in popularity, um, just from my personal perspective here, the Christmas markets.
0: Christmas markets. And yes. you
1: guys have that offering as well.
0: Right, right. So we do uh, we do a number of Christmas market cruises, obviously. Uh, it's going to be in December it's going to be a colder season but we concentrate on the on the Christkindlmarkts and the and the Christmas markets say of it the again world. Paul the Christkindlmarkt
1: all right there it is
0: <laughs> yeah the Christchild <laughs> markets literally is that transfer' actually? related in Germany okay okay but yeah that's where they tend to be in Germany and and in Holland yeah uh, but they're really nice you get to go see the they have like a lot of little stands with uh, Christmas ornaments for sale a lot of Christmas bakings the the glue vine which is you know it's uh, enhanced shall we say enhanced wine enhanced that's wine enhanced wine okay. yeah with the right amount of seasonings and the right amount of kick <laughs> yeah. um, you know and they have stands selling little you know meats like sh- I, it's shashlik that's my that's my favorite it's kind of a it's a skewer of Beef and pork and whatever it might, whatever else yeah. they put on there, and it's usually curried and it, you know, they're, they're they're really good. Disclaimer, Paul, so, you lived in Germany. For I lived a year. in Germany like, for okay. a year, and that was yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. The vine and the Schaschlik were my first. That'd... First, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you bolted first thing it. I tacked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Paul, I, uh, you know, uh, again, the itineraries are really endless, and you guys can go to a more niche kind of interest, special interest, you know, the Christmas markets, some of the things, a brewery tour, wine tour, culinary tour, some of those things. And you guys also, like we had mentioned, just the how many countries, Paul? I mean, you guys are in 20 countries, 80 cruises. There is a, an itinerary for anyone.
0: There is, and you know, we didn't mention too. We have some shorter cruises. Sure,
1: those are some of the new things that we, are coming to Avalon. We have right? a,
0: a four a four day cruise. Yeah, uh, there's a five day, a six day, seven day. Um, so if, if people want to just get a taste for river sure. cruising, maybe they're there doing maybe they're doing a monograms or maybe they're doing a tour. They can just you can add on a little short yeah. river cruise to be part of that program. So that's available, and the Christmas markets. A lot of these things are or many of them, I should say, are not even in the brochure. You, you need to go online to look at a couple of those things. There's yeah. come a, a couple of the Christmas markets are online. Or call Travelers. So, uh, well, f- yeah. Yeah, First, your first call should be at yeah, <laughs> Travel Leaders Market Square. There you go.
1: There we go, Paul. <laughs> but, yeah so, yeah, yeah,
0: so don't forget the online-only stuff, too. I want to make sure people know that that's out
1: there. Yeah, of course. And, and, Paul, with that being said, what are some of the new things that travelers can expect with Avalon?
0: Um, Boy, so I we talked, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, well, one thing, one thing that we've done moving forward that's new uh, is that we, we're now pricing it cruise only. In the past, I, I want to make sure people know this too, that, that in the past, let's say you did a, a Prague to Budapest, our Blue Danube Discovery itinerary. In the past, we included the cost of the hotels with the cruise and bundled it together that way. So now we're selling it cruise only, and then we're offering three different types of options so this is new for us in uh, moving forward the three options are avalon your way which is essentially adding a hotel nights pre or post very simple yeah or monograms adding a, an excursion a little bit longer excursion pre or post uh, or the third thing would be obviously taking advantage of the Globus tours, Globus or Cosmos. I mean, you can add a full itinerary. As long as the client is going over there and spending the money on the air, why not make the most of it and throw on a little tour? To so, take
1: advantage of those pre and post days are really crucial. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: So, uh, you know, that's pretty new. Um, well, it is very new. So we're excited about that. Um, makes us more competitive, and it just makes it easier and gives gives really more options. Um. We're also getting into the India market oh, for yeah. cruises, so we're doing the Ganges. Uh,
1: oh wow!
0: Um, so that Varanash,
1: uh, Varanash, uh, what is that? Varnasi. Yeah, Varanasi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the triangle. So, so that's new. Yeah. So part of it is the triangle first: Varanasi, Ag- Agra, and uh, oh, Jaipur. Oh, that's a dream trip. And then we fly right down to Calcutta and uh, or and reboard. And then you board the ship. No, okay. yeah, you're 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 doing the first part of it by coach. Oh, sure, okay, yeah, sure, sure. And then uh, then you cruise for uh, I think it's seven nights. Oh my gosh, yeah. Paul. And the ship the the ships are old world elegant. Oh. uh, they're huge cabins. They're like 248 square feet, um, so good sized cabins. Yeah. Um. So so that's new. Um, we're, we're going back to the Nile. So that's been soft for a while, but things are improving a lot. So we're doing the Nile and Lake Nasser cruises. Wow. So that's, that's new. Um, also in our Globus brochure, it's not really technically part of Avalon, but we're doing Russia. We're doing the Volga now. Is that right? With a Russian company. We're using, it's their ship. Third party, sure. It's a ship that was recently refurbished in 2018. Um, so we are, we are doing Russia. It's just a Globus program, really. It's not an avalanche. So that's, so that's new. Good. But, uh, yeah, and we do, uh, we do the Amazon with another company. We use their ship. Really fantastic, super elegant, uh, uh, really top-of-the-line, fantastic, fantastic cruise there on the Amazon, both in Peru and on the—well, it's mostly on the Peru side, um, and Peru and Ecuador— um, and then what am I missing? The Yangtze in China, we use uh, you know another company's ship there too, but mm-hmm. we we do a lot of, actually a lot of business with that. Um, and then we do the Galapagos Islands yep, yep. with Ecuador, uh, and that's nice. You can do the Galapagos with Ecuador. You can do the Galapagos with Ecuador and Peru, including going to Machu Picchu that's and Cusco. Trip. That's a That's a great itinerary. Seeing the Nazca lines. There's a lot of options there.
1: That's a great so itinerary. Very cool. So a lot of new things coming to Avalon and be on the yep. lookout for a lot of things that are taking place. Absolutely. New ships, new itineraries. Yeah, so
0: we got a new ship launched this spring sh- and we have a new ship launching next spring.
1: Sure. So
0: something to be on the lookout for, guys. Yep, and they're all they're now all uniform. They're all panorama class suites. So they have those, you know, eighty percent of the cabins are the two hundred square foot panorama suites.
1: Yeah, the panorama suites, so. I mean, just from personal incredible. Yeah,
0: they're sweet. Very sweet.
1: Could you could you sum up for us? I, I just want I just want our travelers to know what makes Avalon different than other river cruise companies.
0: Yep. so several things. Um, the one is the the cabin. Yeah, that is that is unique. It's award winning, and uh, the customer satisfaction rating from those are off the chart. Um, unique that the beds face the river. Unique in the size of the cabin and the and the open air balcony. And the larger cabins—that's all part of the, that package. Um, also, one one thing that that we should mention too is we it's the only it's the only river cruise company owned by a tour company. And we talked about this one other time about the, the the good thing about the Globus family as brands is how we follow up if there's ever a situation. Yeah, you know we're we're we are we we can not control the weather, and sometimes Mother Nature makes the rivers too high or sometimes she makes the rivers too low i think we're the best out there at dealing with those situations because we have all of the uh the um assets that the globus family has at our ready um you know we we have contracts with hotels all over europe we have motor coach companies all over europe that we work with we have local guides we work with all over the world, we are literally able to respond within a couple hours, if, if, if that even, uh, to provide options to our clients. If, if mother nature has caused something, uh, you know, where we have to deviate the itinerary or pr- God forbid, spend a night or two in the hotel if we have to, we, we have those resources to respond. Uh, and we get very high re- re- remarks from our clients if that is ever the situation, and you know, two years ago, the the Daniel was the lowest it's ever been. Yeah, um, and that that was an anomaly. That's
1: you can't control unusual. that though, Paul. But yeah, but it I was just unusual. want to say
0: that we we were really there. Uh, we had our clients' backs. Yeah, and, and that's I, I think that's a where we really stand out from our competitors
1: because you guys have the other brands, this this huge family of brands at your calling essentially, right. and experience in all things transfers, right. tours. So you guys have yep. that ready available.
0: Yep, and and uh, we alluded to this a little earlier too. We're doing th- we're making steps to make it more green friendly. Yep, um, ecologically, you know we have giant video screens on board now, so we can eliminate paper. Um, we have the, the the new water cylinders that are probably going to be, be metallic. We don't know if that for yet for sure. That will replace the plastic bottles. Yeah. And like I, I mentioned earlier, too, 80% less paper is being used on Avalon than than we have in previous years. So we're always looking for a new technology with the engines, making them more efficient, and um, every little, every area that we can think of to make it a better situation. We do so we're very we're very forward thinking in that. We're always we always listen to what the agents and, and our in our clients say yeah. and. Where it makes sense, we we make changes.
1: Just some of the again, like some of the, some of the new things you can really expect from Avalon, and obviously your initiative with Globus Care is kind of ties into that Avalon, uh, you know, reducing some of the waste and, you know, less paper, more green.
0: Right, and in the cabins too. This is worth noting. Um, USB ports, so oh, clients yeah. that need to recharge their cameras or their their iPhones or whatever, they can just use the USB. Jacks that'll be on either side of the bed. No.
1: Yeah, that's a that so, that is huge to, so, to note.
0: And then changing the uh, the AC the um, currency current the
1: current. Yeah. The current.
0: Um. Yeah. So that, <laughs> yeah. so that it'll use one ten. Um. They're putting in a number of those on mm. in the cabins as well, so clients won't need converter plugs.
1: Oh, is that right? So, yeah. 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 Yep. That's huge. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, this is some of the stuff that you're, mm-hmm. Paul. Thank you so much for coming on. You bet. We're not done yet, though, but. Just wanted to say that. Um, so I want to hear about some of your personal experiences with Avalon. How many river cruises have you been on?
0: I think I've been on nine.
1: Nine river cruises. Yep. And which one? Wh- which one would you say has, has been your favorite?
0: Well, I have I have two favorites. All I right. think um, one in Europe and one in Asia. Okay. Um, the one in Europe. Um looking at my history yeah. way back I used to be a wine salesman okay. this was like 200 years ago <laughs> Um and so you know I I used to be a wine snob yeah, yeah yeah and uh so it was interesting for me we went on we went on the uh cruise from it was the Paris to uh Arles France uh the the Rhone River cruise and uh it was maybe my third cruise and it was in september i remember september 1st it was clear blue day like we have here today and it was like that every day is that right they it was the day that the government told the the wineries cuz there the government controls when they pick the grapes they had told them that you can start picking today and so they were out they started the harvest so they were out picking wow and um uh it was just that combination yeah. of the, the food was fantastic on that cruise that chef on that ship was amazing <laughs> the food was good the service was good the skies were blue yeah. and and we're going through and tour, we're going to these wineries that some of them i sold i mean those are right? products Is that, right? that i sold oh my gosh yeah um and we went to Bong in burgundy the heart of, it's kind of the heart of burgundy and uh, uh it was i had yeah. a, i had lunch there and drank all these uh, Bo- uh, nouveau Beaujolais. I mean, fresh, fresh from the vineyard. I mean, right. Yeah, you can't make it up. It, it was out. amazing. I was just, I was just like, uh, this is a fairy tale. It, it, yeah, it was just, it was so totally cool. And then, and then we get on the coach and we're we're driving out of town and we go we go by a winery that's probably the best winery on the planet. They make well, the best wines. Tell us that. And, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. Of oh, course, okay. I'm going black. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, It's it's a uh, it's a red Burgundy. Um, boy for the life of me i can't even think of the name of it right now but i i saw it there and i'm like oh my god a bottle of it if you bought a bottle of fresh i mean of a newer vintage it's a thousand bucks a bottle is that right yeah la romani conti is the name of it there it is amazing i did a i did a wine tasting at uh at uh the 510 groveland's restaurant when it was in in, in existence in in Minneapolis, and we had the, the Cadillac of wine-tasting societies there, and they served it. Wow. And uh, one, one of the members h- had so much sediment in his glass, he said, here, take this into the kitchen, put it in a filter, and you drink it, and bring me a fresh, a fresh glass. No way. So I did. So that was my opportunity to taste that wine. And yeah. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You, know, you wonder, how, can you justify paying that much money for a wine? In that case, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, in fact, it was Charlie Boone from WCCO Radio. Oh, yeah, did it. yeah, sure. He was a real enophile, really into wines, and he was part of that society. So anyway, that's a small side story. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, yeah, that's fine, but, Paul. But anyway, so that, was, that, was, that stood out to me as far as what the river cruises. The other one would be um, doing the Mekong, sailing sure. from Ho Chi Minh City up to Siem Reap. Uh, totally amazing experience. The crew was, again uh, amazing, a super fantastic service, intimate ship, intimate cabins. You know, our ships have 18 cabins, 36 passengers, only 245 square feet. Um, same concept as our Europe ships with the, with the doors and windows and all that. Yeah. Um, but it's just the ship. So small enough that it can virtually stop anywhere along the way. So we stopped in lots of little villages and the kids would come up and, and, uh, you know, because I have blue eyes, it was like I think I was a magnet or something. I remember being in They've one. They've never
1: seen blue eyes before, hey?
0: Well, I well I don't know if they haven't, but not very often. Yeah, not very often, sure. And, sure. And uh, I remember walking up this hill, and this this little girl, probably nine years old, eight nine years old, came and took my hand. Is that so right? So she's walking me along, and then she called over to her friend, and her friend came and took my other hand. And I was just, it was like, melts my heart. Yeah. So. Um, just lots of little experiences like yeah, that. I, I think I probably took a thousand photos of just kids on that on that cruise, and uh, just amazing. You know, visiting temples, uh, drinking rice wine with snakes in it. Um,
1: those are the things you do, huh?
0: Oh uh, yeah, you didn't have to. You <laughs> But I wanted to. I, I was there. I said I wanted to do it so I could say I did it. Yeah. And I did it. It was pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of freaked me out when I, I took a flash photo of the container. Because you can't see the snakes because it's dark, you can't see the snakes really. But what I with my flash, it illuminated all the snakes there, and I'm like, "Hoo!" Oh. I'm
1: drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh,
0: and then getting into Cambodia and um, you know visiting the Killing Fields and and uh, getting to to see them reap and visiting the four big temples there, including Angkor Wat, uh, it blew me away. It was uh, a very emotional experience. For yeah, me. I can imagine. Yeah. Being chased by the monkeys onto the bus. I mean, there was just, that was just—that was a thing. There were so many. That things. happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Was well, my own fault.
1: You were being chased.
0: Yeah, I, I was trying to get the right. I was trying to get the picture of this little <laughs> monkey, and it, he chased me.
1: No way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, those are some of the things that you've been able to experience in your in your 16 years with uh, with Globus. Yeah. And uh, and Paul, we have, we appreciate you coming on and sharing that. I wanted to I wanna wrap this up though with, with a few little special announcements. The first being Tanzenwald Brewing Company, St. Paul. You
0: said that really pretty well this time. Actually? Yeah. It's Tansenwald. Tansenwald. In German. It's the Dancing Woods brewery. Yeah.
1: It is a brewery you guys in Northfield and Paul is a owner.
0: I'm a I'm one of the investors. One of the investors. Yes.
1: And yep. um I personally haven't been down there, but Paul, I'd like you to give give the a plug here on Tanzenwald.
0: It's a great little brewery in Northfield, Minnesota. It's right on Highway Three, kind of in the heart of town. Yeah, it's uh, it's a brewery that serves food, so we got some really good food there too. Our brewer and primary owner worked for Lagunitas Brewery for nine years as our assistant, and he's excellent. He makes fantastic beer. He's got a great reputation, um, and uh, yeah, we're getting lots of awards and accolades. So <laughs> we make make some pretty good beer. So awesome. I think I made a pretty good investment. So we invite everybody down when you get a chance to the Tonson Vault Brewery in Northfield. field. Vault. And Vault, yeah.
1: And, and, and not to, you know, disrupt this Avalon conversation, because before we do this last announcement, I want to say Avalon is incredible, and I do hope that I get another opportunity to jump on one again. Um, so, Paul, what would you tell... Sorry, what, what would you tell a traveler that's maybe thinking about doing a river cruise... Um, but maybe is on the on the edge of of doing it. What would you tell them?
0: You know, I first ask them what they were looking for. Yeah. What kind of experience they're hoping for, and then and then I, I I would highly highly recommend an Avalon River Cruise for a lot of the reasons that we've covered. Um, because of the intimacy, because of the quality experience. Uh, you know, I think I mentioned before that we're we're casual luxury. We're not stuffy luxury. We make people comfortable on board. So they would have a, a, a very enriching uh, experience. They'd learn a lot. Um, we've got a lot, the thing is we got so many options with the different types of sightseeing. Uh, there's something for everybody to do on board. Um, the history, the culture, the architecture, the knowledge of our cruise directors and our local guides, um, and then just the personal selfish stuff the food is yeah. killer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and our, our wines again. I told you, as a wine salesman once upon a time. Our wines are really they're really good second tier wines. They're not just house wines. They are second and even third tier high quality wines. Um, I'm very impressed with the wines that we serve on board. Um, and then again, the service. Um, I'm just always amazed. You know, we we send our staff through through school on how to be nice, basically. Yeah. How to smile. Through your actions yeah. and be nice, and it it really shows on board. We get great comments on the on the service, um, so you you know so you're getting all of that in a bundle, and it's something you know clients don't have to worry about it. You just unpack once you're there, um, and just really enjoy the experience. Paul, I love that.
1: I wanted to make sure that that battery was not going <laughs> to die while you were saying that. So that's why I was kept looking over there. I was like, it cannot die during this, Paul. Do not die. <laughs> Paul, that was great, man. Um, ah, thank you. So you guys, I just wanted to make a, you know, this, this final last announcement. Um, I've had the pleasure of knowing Paul for a few years, since I've been working with travel leaders. And um, Paul is actually, in the next 75 days, is officially retiring. Yep. Is that right, Paul? I am. Retiring from the travel business to... What do you, what, what do you think of that, Paul? What's next? It's scary. Yeah? Yeah. You excited?
0: I am. I'm excited. Yeah. So,
1: well, I know everyone here is going to miss you. Yeah. Really. I'm
0: part of it. Yeah. Thanks to everybody that's I've known and worked with over the years. It's, uh, it's been a great ride. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get emotional about it when I think about it. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to my future. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be totally out of travel. I might do some group business or yeah, whatever with Market Square kind of. <laughs> <laughs> there you, you go. You heard it here first. yeah, I did. Um, and then the brewery and the you brewery, know, of gonna course. Do, I'm going to try to volunteer some stuff with them. I'll do some shows and things like that. Yeah. With them. And then, and then my wife, my my wife inherited a working farm, and is that and, right? Uh,
1: you guys, you guys gonna be busy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Well, lots, I just wanted lots this, going on.
1: Lots going on. Yep. I mean, I, I I can only speak for myself and I'm sure everyone can attest to this, but everyone's, you know, going to miss you, Paul. Well, I uh, appreciate that. Yeah, and we we appreciate having you around. You always have a smile on your face and it's always fun to see us. So
0: Thank you very much. Thank appreciate you. you. Thank appreciate you. your having me here.
1: Yeah, Paul, this is the last podcast. You can't be on any more podcasts. That because... should be a movie. The last podcast. <laughs> the last podcast. Uh, you, you're officially not able to, um, since since being here, you have to sign a contract that you cannot be on any other podcasts because this is your farewell. This is your farewell tour. So, Paul, with that being said, man, thank you so much for being here, and we appreciate your time.
0: You bet. Thank you. Awesome.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Paul.